Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We just completed a half PPR mock draft. Let's talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. What's up? Welcome to the show. Yes, Dave with, a, with an interesting pick third overall. He took Alvin Kamara. Why'd you take Alvin Kamara over Christian McCaffrey and among many others? Well, I certainly want a player who I feel confident in playing the majority of the season. That would be Kamara over McCaffrey. Not to say that McCaffrey isn't a good early round pick. In round one, I'm just not comfortable taking him that soon. Kamara has proven to be a very good fantasy running back in the past. I think he can bounce back next year with good quarterback play. Hopefully somebody under center that'll throw him the football a little bit more than what we saw this past year. And we know he's in line for double-digit touchdowns pretty much every season. Didn't have much of a problem taking him in a half PPR that early. Okay, give me the your favorite pick in this half PPR mock draft. By the way, it is a three-receiver draft with a flex. Your favorite pick. I thought I was stealing from the league in our very, very first mock draft when I got Calvin Ridley, and that was full PPR, early round three. He went late round four in this one, so shame on everybody for letting him go 43rd overall. Really think he's got some amazing upside. I think we'll be laughing at this pick by the time we get to the summer. Calvin Ridley in in round four? No way. He's going to be around two, round three, somewhere in that turn by the time we get to the summer and by the time we know where he's playing and who he's catching passes from. And I took Chris Godwin over him a few picks earlier. And Chris Godwin, let me just tell you, his 17-game pace in a seven-game stretch without Antonio Brown, on pace for 180 targets, 141 catches, Mm. 1,566 yards, and seven touchdowns. If he comes back from the ACL, if he's re-signed by the Buccaneers, he is going to have so many targets. So I did like Calvin Ridley there. That was early in the fourth round for me, but I passed him up for Godwin. Give me your your, uh, least favorite pick, the pick you just despise. I think someone reached on Kyle Pitts, taking him at 21st overall. That's round two, people. If you really love Kyle Pitts and you really expect him to have a massive breakout second year, I get it. But even this just felt a little too early to take him. Mm, Interesting. Okay, give me your sleeper pick. DJ Chark went 147th overall, and we know he's coming back from a broken ankle. We know he's a deep ball receiver. We don't know where he's playing, who his quarterback will be, what his role will be. Maybe it's a simple deal where he just gets a one-year contract with Jacksonville, gets a chance to be that downfield threat for Trevor Lawrence. After all, I do expect that offense to be better in 2022 than it was in 2021. And if Chark's there, that would be great. But even if Chark goes, you know, paint, paint a bad scenario. Detroit, where he's an outside receiver and he might get six or seven targets per game. That would actually be pretty good by DJ Shark standards. I don't mind taking a chance like that in round 13. Hmm. Happy to have him on my bench to start the year. All right. Another late round pick that stood out to you? Uh, that's the only one was Chark, oh, okay. but I got a make right. or break pick. Make or break. And we'll, 
we're going to talk about the make or break guys all off season long. It's McCaffrey. It's Barkley. Zeke's on that list. I think DeAndre Swift is on that list. But getting him in round two, which is where he went in this half PPR draft, I like that a lot better. He was a late round one pick in our full PPR draft. We know what the upside is. We saw it this past year. The offensive line in Detroit, it should be a strength. Might be one of the best in the league going into 2022. The quarterback situation probably not changing. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing for DeAndre Swift. We just have to hope that the coaching staff is willing to rely on Swift. Uh, 60% of the snaps he's on the field, 15 to 20 touches per game, a lot of them being catches. That'll help build up his role, and we did see them not shy away from using him in short yardage goal line situations over the course of last season. Hopefully he keeps that as well. A make-or-break player that I am willing to take that chance on in round two, not so much round one. He went one pick ahead of Nick Chubb. I don't think I would have done that in half PPR. I was debating Chubb and Mixon in round one, actually, at pick 11. I took Mixon. But Nick Chubb, this year he was 10th overall per game in half PPR. The year before he was 7th. So I think that people should view Joe Mixon in half PPR as as a really—I know it's a little risky in full PPR— but you shouldn't be afraid to take him in, in half PPR. And he went just one pick after DeAndre Swift, and then it was Javante Williams. Um, all right, Dave, good stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to talk about this on our full-length show probably next week. Tomorrow, on the, rather on Thursday on FFT, on the uh, full-length show, we'll talk about the quarterback position, what we observed, and what we can expect in 2022. For Dave, I'm Adam. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you later on Fantasy Football Today in 5. 